0: my wellness podcast i'm chris valentine the host from 100.7 kick fm joining me in studio this week is dr jared
1: Thanks, Chris. I appreciate uh, you having us here today. And obviously missing our co-host, uh, you know, Dr. Evan, he's out, uh, his wife's running for like school board and all these things that we're trying to get active in the community. So you get me today.
0: Awesome. This is awesome. Well, we're talking about sports, which is right up my alley. Amen. So how about those twins? Hey, or wait, we're not talking about that. (laughs) We're not talking about them. (laughs) We're, (laughs) We're talking about chiropractic care in sports.
1: Yes, absolutely. And so one of the biggest things that we always get in our practice is what do you guys do with athletes in sports? So a lot of times, uh, Uh, you know, just to give people a little bit of background uh, you know, I've traveled with uh, USA wrestling all over the world. I went to the uh, 2012 Olympics with the USA wrestling team. So I was able to take care of a lot of athletes over there. I have some colleagues over in Tokyo right now. Uh, If if a couple of my athletes would have made it, I probably would have been in Tokyo right now as well with them. Uh Uh, I take care of the university of Minnesota. I have a contract with the university of Minnesota that I go down and take care of their athletes. And so there's a lot of things that goes with chiropractic and sports in general, not only to just keep athletes well, but ultimately, when they get injured, like how do we get them well, and how do we get them recovered as fast as we possibly can. And that can go anywhere from a knee injury, an ankle injury, a shoulder injury, or even to things as bad as concussions. So we'll try to cover a lot of different things within about 20 minutes to a half an hour for the listeners, and uh, ultimately just have a great conversation around sports and chiropractic.
0: Awesome. Has it become more and more common just recently, or has it been like this? Because back when I was in high school, you know, we didn't even think... We didn't know what chiropractic care was.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, you're starting to see more and more professional athletes uh, starting to become more vocal about how they're taking care of their body. You know, Tom Brady is taking care, obviously, you know, you look at the Super Bowls and how long he's he's been going in, in the football career. Uh, he's a, a very, very outspoken guy about, about chiropractic. Uh, you look at, uh, you know, people like Tiger Woods and some of the professional golfers, and then you got all sorts of NHL uh, players that use chiropractic care as well. And in fact, a lot of the NHL teams, a lot of college teams, and a lot of professional teams now have their own private chiropractors that are traveling with the team Mm. or traveling where, or they can refer to it when they're back in town where the, the athletes can actually get care. So I think it's definitely gaining ground just because of the whole functionality and being able to keep their athletes healthier and that much well.
0: All right, so let's talk about uh, on a local level here in Alexandria. How many student athletes are you seeing right now, and are you is it increasing? Has it been increasing now for a while?
1: So we've been in, in town now five years, and I think that uh, one of the things that really helped kind of get our office out into uh, the community as far as for seeing sports was ultimately a um, an article that came out. Uh, somebody in town heard that I worked with the University of Minnesota, thought it was a cool story, so Echo Press did a story on us, and mm-hmm. we were able to uh, bring an uh, actually a, a reporter down to the University of Minnesota so they could see and shadow. For the day of what I did down there, and this cool article came out, and they did a fabulous job on it. Um, And I think that's what kind of jump started us in. So that was about year two, possibly year three, when I was in town. Uh, So we were seeing probably, I'd say, probably 15, 20 athletes at that time. And then since then, it's actually continued to just increase every single year. So we see more men's and women's hockey players. We see, you know, youth hockey players. We see baseball. We see football athletes. We track and field and basketball players. So we're starting to see a really good gamut of different uh, age levels plus ability and ultimately the eliteness of our our athletes that come into the office as well.
0: Now, when you talk about the athletes, are you seeing it more... Uh, upfront, like the preventative care, or is it more on the recovery side after maybe they tweaked something or had an injury?
1: Very good question. I think it's all interesting as far as for what that family has already grown up in. So you have some families that are they know what chiropractic does for their kids. And so they're doing it for the performance end, right? And they're they're getting that performance into their kids and they're keeping their kids well. But then at the same time, on the flip side, you have kids that are are injured and then they're coming in as well. So I think there's a good balance of both. Um, Ultimately, we'd love to see every single athlete in town getting checked weekly or every other week to make sure that we can prevent injuries. Uh, it's, it's really interesting when you start looking at the dynamics of the body that when the, when the hips or the pelvis go out of alignment, uh, how much that leads to a, an ongoing knee injury or potential uh, ACL tear or an MCL tear. And so there's a lot of uh, preventative things that we can do to actually prevent the athlete from, from getting injured in the, in the future.
0: Now, what sports do you normally uh, see students from, or student athletes? Is there a certain sport that you see more of, or is it just recommended for all sports? Or you know,
1: we recommend it obviously for all sports, uh, just because of the functionality and what the neurology does for the efficiency of the body to communicate, uh, and just the the reactiveness and the reactive times that can take place when a, when a kid is getting adjusted. But ultimately, the I would say that the most that we see is probably from our hockey, football players, our wrestlers, just because it's more of a rough and tough. They're getting banged up realizing more of the injuries. Um, But I would say primary athletes, and and maybe it's just my focus of what we focus on is where my mind goes um, is hockey. Um, That's just my world. That's just my (laughs) language where Dr. Evan uh, loves baseball. He loves football. And so we see a good round robin of uh, a good range of of student athletes coming into our office of all sorts, men and women alike uh, from all different ranges of sports.
0: So if you have a student athlete and you're, uh, you're thinking to yourself, well, my son is performing pretty well. He's not hurting in any way. You don't have to hurt in order to do something. To enhance the performance, it's mostly uh, preventative and it's more beforehand, right?
1: Correct. Well, we always start with a, with when mom or dad or somebody's coming in and maybe they don't know a lot about chiropractic. Well, mm-hmm. we always start with the nervous system. Like what controls the body? What controls the muscle, the reaction time? What controls the body ability to adapt to forces placed on it? So you think about a, a, a football player getting tackled or a hockey player getting checked into the boards or a, a wrestler trying to um, you know defense against a single leg or a double leg tank down or something along those lines. Well, you have to have have that reaction time and then that kinesthetic awareness of your brain and your body communicating together. And if that's not there, if that's not connected, then that's where you're going to start to see that that athlete ultimately uh, falter, potentially fail, and ultimately uh, have an injury or something produced along those lines. So we always start with what coordinates every single function or every single uh, part of the body. And that's obviously our brain, our spinal cord. So in our office, we always take an x-ray of that developing athlete. So we want to figure out like, what does that spine look like? If they've been through a lot of trauma in their life, we want to figure out like, where is that trauma coming from? What has it done to the spine? And ultimately, how is it shutting off that that child's uh, nervous system Mm -hmm. so that we can help that nervous system just function at a higher rate as well?
0: Awesome. So do you still focus on the five essentials even, even with athletes?
1: Absolutely. I think yeah. athletes are even more in tune. and it, It's not necessarily the the younger athletes. Some athletes, it depends on, again, it goes back to the family and what the family dynamics are. Um, some families are really tuned in and dialed into their kids' nutrition and their mm-hmm. exercise and their mental well-being and everything else around it. But what we see is that as kids continue to age or, or go to that next level, um, for like an example, for a hockey player, they go from like high school to more of a junior league hockey or yeah. maybe in to a college and then potentially into the pros if they're lucky enough and they're and they're skilled enough. But that's where we see them really start to dial in their nutrition and a lot of their lifestyle kind of spokes, per se, those five essentials that you're talking about, mm-hmm. it, because it becomes more and more important for them to just get that little bit of an edge. Because once you get to a certain age, um, everybody performs almost all the same, right? But what's that, just that little bit of an edge that that athlete can get in order to, you know, help their, their team win a championship, win the gold medal. I mean, the Olympics are starting right now. Right. And so, you look at all these things that these athletes are doing um, to just gain that little bit of an edge.
0: Now, aside from great chiropractic Mm -hmm. care, which you offer, Uh, Do you have any tips or recommendations for for student athletes to stay healthy during the season? Uh,
1: I would say that the biggest things that we would recommend is obviously, yes, get adjusted. Make sure that your nervous system is functioning and and, and firing at the best it possibly can, making sure that everything is aligned, your brain is communicating so that you can withstand those forces and you can withstand some of those things that are happening within the body, within that sport performance. Uh, And we can talk about all those reaction things and everything else down the road. Those are all just great. Second thing is obviously decreasing the sugar content because of the glycation process, the inflammation process that comes in with with sugar. Uh, you want to make sure that your body is well hydrated on top of that. Uh, otherwise, you'll run into muscle issues, joint issues, joint problems, uh, making sure that you're in a great mindset, right? So setting goals for your upcoming season, making sure that you have what are your season goals and then mm-hmm. how do you chunk those down bi-weekly so that you can be reaching those goals every single week so that by the end of the year, you're reaching those goals, uh, both personal and team-wise. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be surrounding yourself with that those good positive aspects of how do we get our mentally aspect of, of everything working well, and ultimately just continue to you know uh, avoid those toxins, those chemicals, those irritants, those things that are going to cause more inflammation in your body. The more inflammation that an athlete has, one, they're going to get sick during flu season, mm-hmm. two, they're going to be sick to whatever the common cold is or whatever it is. They're going to be laid up. Their bodies are not going to recover as fast or as efficient as well. If they're not putting the, the good nutrition in, they're going to be lacking some certain amino acid, which is going to cause breakdown in their muscles, breakdown in their ligaments, breakdown in in their tissues, and so they're going to have those nagging injuries, the strains, the sprains, those types of issues and those problems. So we really want to make sure that we're focusing in not only on the nutritional aspect of things, but then ultimately the hydration and the, the neurology of making sure that body is just synergistically working well together.
0: Now, for a parent listening right now that may want to uh, bring their child in uh, to see you guys, every every child is going to be different, right? That's why you do the x-rays. That's why you go through the evaluation. Is every kid similar on a schedule? Is it like one time a week, two times a week? What do you see most for, for a healthy kid?
1: Great question. A lot of our athletes, they're getting adjusted once a week to every other week. And that's if they're well, if they don't have an ongoing issue, if we're not dealing with a major spinal issue, if they don't have a lot of low back pain and uh, neck pain and those types of things when they come into the office already. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they have more of a spinal condition, let's say that their child is starting to develop scoliosis, right? now it's gonna be more in depth. So right. we're gonna be seeing that child anywhere from once a week, twice a week, three times, a week depending on what we want for an outcome that we set with that family. So we don't have just a, a cookie cutter system that we just give to everybody. It's all about having a good discussion with that family and with the parents of that family and just going, okay, what do we want to achieve here? And then these are your options here, here and here. Ultimately allowing that family to choose the course of direction uh, for the care of their of their of their student athlete and ultimately getting them to go um, to whatever that goal may be and to whatever the expectation may be that they that they want to achieve. Uh, uh, by, the, by being in our office and, and accepting that care. Uh, again, it's it's all tailored directly to that student athlete, their goals, their needs, and ultimately that family needs as well.
0: And I like it too, when I'm in there, I'm seeing more and more students, which obviously word's catching on. <laughs> you know, they're, they're in and out And the nice thing is you're in and out quick. It's not like you have a, a set appointment time and then it's just you for the next 15 minutes. I mean, you guys move quick, the the, the, the person gets in and out quickly.
1: We're very efficient in what we do as far as the adjustment. And a lot of times people think that we have to go to a chiropractor, we spend an hour there. Well, right. that's not the truth. I mean, the, the adjustment itself takes, you know, a minute and a half, two minutes, right? To work through somebody's spine, to get them adjusted where they need to go. The healing doesn't happen necessarily in our office. The healing happens after the adjustment. The healing happens after the adjustment's been made and that body can actually restore normal again. And so, we, yes, we do other things in the office where people can be in the office upwards of 10, 15, even 20 minutes because of the rehab and some of the things that we have going on neurologically-wise, uh, the body weighting, the different wobble chair. We're going to eventually, we're moving here in, in a couple weeks is down the down the street from where we're at. So we're going to be adding some different uh, traction and some other things into the office as well uh, just to be able to give a little bit different dynamic to help with that spinal correction the best we can so it's again it all comes down to what that the athlete wants and how much do they really want to pour into themselves and help themselves grow
0: right now a question that a lot of parents maybe have is uh, you're seeing concussion issues uh, a lot more now I think concussion's always been an issue it's just it wasn't really recognized probably back in the day but technology now how does chiropractic care tie in when it comes to concussion issues especially with these student athletes now
1: yeah, this is one of the biggest um, concerns that I think every parent has mm-hmm. and coach, right? Is like, how do we protect the brains of these young children? I mean, when we look at it, it's about one in five high school student athletes actually you know, experience some type of concussion. Uh, and it can be from a soccer player to a hockey player, to a wrestler, to a football player. It doesn't have to be a certain sport, right? It's just, there, it's all across the board. And in fact, I think, you know, concussions happen number one, primarily in soccer, actually. We think that would be like football or hockey or something like that, but because of all the headers and because of the things, that they're doing in soccer. It's like one of the biggest sports yeah. that produces concussions. Uh, 33% of a, a concussions actually a concur, uh, occur in practice. So it's not necessarily in a game, it's actually uh, in a practice. So we gotta be watching that all the time as far as for what are we doing with our student athletes and ultimately um, how are we helping them go forward in transition? Because it can be a very, very scary situation when a student athlete plays um, after a concussion. In fact, about 70% of student athletes will play with concussion type syndromes that can lead to other uh, major, major problems and issues uh, down the road. Um, you know, after a, a player has a concussion, they have a three and a half to almost four times more likelihood of ha- actually having an ACL tear or a meniscal tear in their knee um, just because of the writing reflexes that we were just talking about. So that kinesthetic ar- awareness that we we're just talking about, the body doesn't quite know like where is that knee supposed to be in order to protect it. So it gets out of alignment, it gets in a bad plant. And then ultimately we start to seeing the ACL and the meniscal issues uh, start to develop in, in, the, in those kids. Uh, We see fascial adhesions, we see uh, muscular problems. So there's a whole host of different things that can happen after concussions, not to mention the anxiety, the depression, uh, the lack of social ability that you'll see in athletes as well. So there's, there's a lot of things that, that needs to go in this. One of the things that we're seeing with chiropractic is that it typically when there's, a, um, when there's a, a concussion, how does chiropractic come in? Well, it comes in a way that if the skull gets out of alignment or if C1 gets out of alignment, it'll actually occlude the hole at the base of the brain that starts to build abnormal pressure within the, the spinal column and within the brain. It builds it within about 20 to 30% of abnormal pressures that can continue to cause pressure on that brain, which causes more and more symptoms or ongoing prolonged symptoms of that that concussion. And so chiropractic can help reduce that. We call it a subluxation. We reduce that subluxation, ultimately get that spinal fluid, that cerebral spinal fluid flowing correctly. Again, get those pressures to normalize out and ultimately get that body to settle down. The second thing that usually happens with concussion that a lot of people don't understand or are not quite aware of is that it's not just a brain issue. It actually causes a lot of problems in that in that athlete's gut as well. Mm-hmm. So there's different uh, hormones that are giving off and release that can actually cause not only a brain problem, but also a gut issue. And that's where the serotonin and the dopamine are going to start to get out of alignment. And that's what's going to lead to more of whether it's sleeping problems, depression, and and anxiety issues in that student athlete. And so it becomes a cyclical cycle uh, that starts to happen in in um, in these athletes. And so not only do you have to treat the brain, but we also have to treat the gut and making sure that the gut's getting healthier as well after an injury like that as well.
0: Are you able to look at a student, let's say they haven't been diagnosed with a concussion, are you able to look at a, at a, maybe a student athlete and notice some signs and be like, you may have had a concussion or is that almost impossible without scan?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of it, if it's not immediate, I mean, you can run a, a student athlete, there's all sorts of protocols that we can run our student athletes through to look for concussion and concussion, concussion syndromes, post concussion syndromes. They have so many things online now that they're having these student athletes take. So they have the, the, the pre-sport uh, um, uh, concussion tests that they're having these kids take take online mm-hmm. and it's all about their timing, their cognitive ability. And so that, that gives them a a pre-sport um, kind of analysis. So if there is a concussion, now we can now we have this base, right? And now they can actually test again to see is they are they actually halfway close to where they were at the beginning of the year. Are they way off from it? So now we can actually see better brain function. So we're keeping a better tab on it now um, with a lot of the athletic trainers and things that are out there that are actually dealing with these student athletes firsthand on on the on the field or on the ice. Um, so there, there's definitely the assessments have gotten a lot better than what they were 15, 20 years ago, probably, and you and I were in, uh, when, when in high school and going through things.
0: Right. So let's say a student athlete has been, has been diagnosed with a concussion. Uh, how important is chiropractic care? right away after that? Or is there a recovery period? Or how do you handle students that were diagnosed with a concussion?
1: Right. We want to get that student athlete in as soon as we possibly can to start normalizing those pressures, start decreasing the, the symptomatology and ultimately helping with decreasing the inflammation within the body. Um, there's seven different things. Basically what we talked to our athletes about is like, how do you improve, right? And how do you decrease uh, stress within the first seven days of that, of that concussion? So increasing your sleep is huge. Uh, mm-hmm. It helps the body rest and digest uh, and decreasing the stress. So and day one, it's all about start a day, start a start a new sleep routine, right? And, and getting down and making sure that there's no electronics, getting away from the TV, getting away from any type of blue light, the flicker. Those are the, the things that are going to really help um, with sleep production within that student athlete. Uh, make sure that you're having like a, a 10 minute, even uh, ritual before a student athlete goes to bed. If they have a concussion, well, how do you get into these little rituals where it's a breathing ritual, a relaxation ritual, maybe reading, uh, maybe it's a uh, a prayer ritual that they're going through as far as gratitude and and focusing on the good. And then ultimately start moving into um, a morning routine after that as well. So getting up, stretching, getting into reading, getting in the gratitude again. Those are all things that we're looking at. How do we just continue to reshape this athlete to get them back to – uh, to, uh, to play as fast as we possibly can. Um, you know, getting the, getting the sleep, decreasing stress, those are the main focuses of the first kind of week to two weeks of a student athlete. And they can go into day three, as far as for, you know, uh, you know just basically uh, you know getting back into computer things getting back into things probably day three day four after some of that inflammation is coming back so you just slowly introduce those things again uh, to see how the brains gonna react and how the body's gonna react to it and then ultimately we want to start uh, increasing the exercise how much are they moving how much are they doing things um, getting them back into that as quickly as we possibly can and safely as well and so we're watching for symptoms watching for things to happen with them communicating with them and their parents and, and the coaches as well so there's a there's a lot of things that we try to do with that student-athlete because all athletes want to play, right? Mm-hmm. They want to get back to to uh, playing and back to their teams as fast as they can, but we have to do it safely uh, and, and uh, in, a, in a way that is going to prevent them from uh, a really bad, bad uh, outcome if, if that concussion continues to linger in that, in that student-athlete.
0: Right. So let's talk about other injuries then. You know, this m- severity of injuries is all over the map, obviously. Like a broken bone or something serious like an ACL tear, <laughs> Uh, you still recommend chiropractic care to try to recover, right? When it comes to those serious injuries. Yeah, or?
1: absolutely. I mean, we have student athletes that'll come in, um, you know, right after their ACL tear, I mean, even pre-surgery. Um, I mean, we're not going to fix an ACL tear. <laughs> right. just It's not going to happen with chiropractic care. We're not going to fix a broken bone, right? Please go to the emergency room. Go to your, your orthopedic surgery. You know, let's go get let's let's uh, let's go to these places that uh, are going to are going to correct these things. Uh, but yes, afterwards, we're looking at the functionality of the knee. We're working on the Uh, you know, the uh, the alignment of the knee, making sure that everything is just functioning from the hips, the pelvis, all the way down the chain. Um, And then ultimately getting that nervous system to fire, working on kinesthetic awareness, proprioception. Those are the things that that athlete's going to need in order to be successful going forward from that point as well.
0: I think with a lot of athletes, it's not just about the back. You know, when people think chiropractic, they're like, oh, it's just the spine and that's all you guys ever look at and take care of. But it's probably more, you know, hips down that plays an important role. And I see you guys working on people, their legs and, and hips, and what do you exactly are you doing when it comes to the lower part of the body?
1: So lower part of the body, we're, we're looking for just basically uh, any type of adhesions and we're looking for any type of fixations within those joints. So anytime a joint is fixated, it's gonna degenerate. So whether it's our somewhere in our spine or whether it's somewhere out into our elbow, or our shoulder or down into the hip, the knee, the ankle, if that joint is not working correctly and not moving properly, it degenerates a lot faster than what a normal joint would. And so we're always looking for for those things and the, making sure that alignment is staying um, exactly where it needs to be in order for that joint to function at 100%. But also, if that joint's out of alignment, it's going to pull on ligaments differently. It's going to pull on musculature differently. So it can ultimately set that athlete into a predisposed position mm-hmm. uh, where they're going to set themselves up for in- injury. So again, you're not only helping, helping uh, athletes recover from that situation, but ultimately you're helping prevent things in the, in the future as well.
0: Is that one of the reasons why, I think, I think it was Dr. Evan, or it might have been you as well. This has happened twice now when I'm in the clinic. You know, I'm like my lower back feels a little off or something like that. And then you'll tell me to put one of my legs up and you'll be like, you'll push it down. And there's resistance there. The other one... I can't do it. You
1: can't do it. And then you yeah.
0: adjust it and it's back to, f- it's fine. I don't get it. Like, how does that work? It's crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's all the neurology in the low back. And so everything is connected by the nerves. And we we talk about this with our with our elite athletes as well. Um, you know, I look at some of the NHL players and things that we work with and it's like, okay, I'm doing a bench press or I'm doing a squat. And it's like, okay, why does his arm give out, right? Mm-hmm. On my right side or my left side. Or when I'm doing a squat, why does my right leg give out and my left leg stronger? Well, it's not like it's weaker or stronger. Well, what's happening is the neurology is it might be not firing properly to that side so you can get it adjusted it's like flipping on a light switch mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that neurology gets through and now that muscle is back to strength again and back as strong as it, it, it is supposed to be and we can see that right after the adjustment in fact there's there's tons of research out there that shows that athletes um, pre-adjustment that they they they're lower in their performance whether it's a standing long jump whether it's a bench press whether it's a 40 time mm-hmm. whether it's a shuttle run they've, they've tested these things and ultimately they've they've come to and they and they have adjusted an athlete athlete and they see these things go up so they can jump higher. The reaction times are faster. They can actually bench press more. They can squat more. Their 40 time decreases. And so all these things start happening when this athlete's getting adjusted. Why? Because you're strengthening the nervous system and you're helping that body just work more efficiently and more effectively.
0: Man, it's amazing how the body works and how chiropractic care is. It plays an important role. Uh, even with the student athletes, with everybody in general, you know?
1: Yeah, it's it, it's our life. I mean, everything revolves around your nervous system. I mean, the better your nervous system functions, the better you're going to live your life. And so whether you're a high-end athlete or whether you're just a beginning athlete or whether you're just a weekend golfer, right? Mm-hmm. You're a weekend warrior, <laughs> right? These are these are the things that we look at is how, how how well can we keep people doing their activities of daily living and ultimately we, we focus in and around that nervous system that's going to give those people their longevity and their vitality late into their into their life.
0: So what you're saying is that can Hit maybe three to three fifty in golf if I get good chiropractic care. Well, so.
1: you know I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this uh, this article, this research article. It says chiropractic care in, in golf, right? And I flip to the second page. You know, funny that you bring this up. And it says the group that got adjusted could hit the ball eight meters further. So eight meters. That's like that's like what is that? Twenty four feet. Yeah. You know, so you got you got twenty four feet. You know, further eight meters. I mean, that's 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 crazy. So well,
0: it could possibly help your concentration. With yeah. too.
1: You absolutely. Know? Like, come on. Your balance. Your stability. I, I think that that's why one of the a lot of the golfers do get adjusted is because they feel more stable over their ball. It helps with their proprioception again, and it ultimately helps with how their body is communicating and, and efficient in that swing over and over.
0: It's really important when it comes to any sports really, when it comes down to it. Uh, so sports and chiropractic care, is there anything that we missed or anything that you want to add?
1: You know, I think we've we've covered a great, uh, a lot of things, uh, Chris. And, uh, you know, I think we've covered the majority of things. Uh, ultimately, if parents are, are interested in, and athletes are interested in getting in, uh, make sure that they reach out to us. You know, find us on Facebook, you know, message us on Facebook. Uh, they can call our office at 320-762-2055. They can find us on the web at achievemywellness.com. So there's lots of ways that people can get connected. And ultimately, you know, continue to live the life that they're that they're designed to live, and ultimately reach that that high level of success that athletes want to reach as well.
0: All right, to achieve my wellness podcast, Doctor Jared, thanks for coming in.
1: Thanks, Chris.